Hi, my loves. Welcome to episode eight of the 2020 Insight Podcast. This is a podcast about insight, perspective, vision, and all things purpose. I am your host, Sin, and I have a very special guest that I'm so excited to introduce you guys to today. This lovely guest of mine here actually drove all the way from Portland. Now, I'd love to say that she drove from Portland just to come and see me, but she didn't, okay? (laughs) Uh, She came for me and some other people, but either way, I'm so excited that she is here. She is someone who's so dynamic. I actually met her at my previous job where her and I connected as it relates to some items that she wanted to donate. And you guys, from our first conversation, we just clicked. I mean, it just was, you know, went from us talking about work and me giving her a tour to us meeting for smoothies and then us having three to four to five hour conversations. (laughs) about any and everything. Um, But that's only because she's so dynamic. She's just such a warm spirit. And so I'm excited that she's here with me today. And I'm excited for her to actually share some of her life with you guys as well. So go ahead and introduce yourself, ma'am. Well, first, thanks for having me, Cynthia. I think um, super highly of you as well. Um, (laughs) My name is Jen McFarlane. I uh, live in Portland now. I have a husband, a great husband, and I've got two fantastic kids, 14 and 11. Um, I have a small business making tote bags called Finder Goods. She told me to plug. Uh, Instagram <laughs> is at Finder Goods or FinderGoods.com. Anyway, before I had my tote bag business, I was an art director in advertising for a gazillion, I don't know, 15 some more years in San Francisco and New York City for the longest. Um, In New York, I worked on kind of big corporate accounts, American Express and IBM, Mm. kind of, um, I don't know, conservative stuff. But I've always (laughs) been into making stuff and art, and I went to Parsons School of Design for graphic design and just... I don't know, I love the arts, and in particular, whew, music. Music, mm. um, I don't make it, I just love it. It's motivating, it's special. I'm just in awe of people who can make it, and um, it just it's always on. It's always in my ear, I'm always going out for it, I'm always discovering it, sharing it. Yes. Yeah, it's just a huge motivator for me, but yeah. So that's me. I don't know. <laughs> good. Yes, that's that's perfect. And yes, you are always sharing music because y'all, we went to uh, brunch right before sitting down to record this, and she's already put me on somebody new that I had no idea about. And I'm so excited because the song that I heard was amazing. So I can't wait to hear <laughs> the rest of the album. But yes, yeah, so she's definitely. If you need music, she will plug you with the right you know, individuals. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, but I want you to share with us, um, you know, some things about even just where you come from, you know, I know some of those dynamics already, but you know, I think that they're so interesting and also just so amazing to especially see your journey, um, you know, through not only your childhood, your adulthood, and then where you are now, but just, you know, can you just walk us through your processes? I'll try to make it all make sense. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I am half Japanese and half Scottish. um, And I grew up in rural New Hampshire where there was no one else um, of any other uh, ethnicity. Um, So my sister and I were kind of the weirdos in the tiny town. And I grew up kind of 
really aware of that and at the at a moment's notice some other kid could make fun of me or just take my confidence away and you know just kind of I don't know that's something that's just when it's in your DNA or, or not your DNA but in your your youth or your experience I think you kind of have an awareness of people and yeah. wanting to take care of others and not have that happen to them so I think I've always just been really have a huge heart and a lot of empathy for people and struggles yeah. so yeah does that make sense it does yeah. it so does. that's kind of the the um that's the roots of where I came from hmm. yeah 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 and so you know what experiences shaped the woman that you are today like for instance you know obviously going from New Hampshire to to you know obviously now you're in Portland right. to um, New York and all that exactly um, so what does what that journey, journey look like okay so yeah the journey the journey how did I go from rural New Hampshire to New York City to San Francisco Portland all over the place um <laughs> how did I do it well I think the the experience that probably started the the big change in how I felt about myself was waiting tables mm. I was always really shy and, you know, kind of, I don't know, introverted and nervous to talk to people and waiting tables forced me to, to actually get out there and interact. And I quickly learned that the more I did that, the better it felt mm. and the more money I could make. So from there, I just kind of started to feel more confident and kind of like open, more open and yeah, I kind of wanted to set up more challenges um, for myself, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, so for instance, um, at that time, I was at University of New Hampshire just doing, you know, a general ed, whatever, sophomore year. And I met someone who was an art director in advertising. And I was like, wow, bam, that is an amazing <laughs> job. And I just decided to completely change course and apply to go to Parsons School of Design, just rip the whole thing out and start over in New York City. And wow, lo and behold, I was driven enough to put together a portfolio and actually get in. I couldn't believe it, but mm. I landed in New York City. And then at school, I took it really seriously you know, was scared to death because whatever, my poor parents, you know, had to sit through <laughs> me going to several schools, but before I found my career. Um, but, you know, and from there, I decided, you know, okay, when I finish this, finish school, I've got to get the best job I possibly can. And so I went after that, I got a job in San Francisco. Um, and that was great. And then but I missed New York terribly. So I um, was on the phone with a friend um, back in New York, and she's like, what are you doing out there What if you're so miserable? So I just got off the couch. I looked at the calendar. I counted out three weeks. So I was like, okay, I'll give two weeks notice, one week to pack up, and uh, I'm coming back on such and such come date. On. Yeah, so <laughs> I just, I don't know. I kind of live my life like that. I feel like, you know, just take opportunities when you have an idea, just do it, because you can always figure it out after you land on your feet. You'll always figure it out. Right. Even if you don't have all the pieces in place, it'll, 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 you know, it'll firm up. Yeah. So yeah, so then I went back to New York. And gosh, like, that's when my real passion for New York came out, because mm. I was single, I was free. Uh. I, um, you know, got myself a great job. I doubled my pay. I made a story up about, you know, like how much I was making in San Francisco, because they don't know, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> they so really don't. They, they don't they didn't know what was going on out there. So I, you know, doubled my salary, got a great apartment. 
and just kept living big or just, you know, trying to set up experiences for myself that would push me further and, you know, make more friends, talk to more strangers, chase more dreams, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, what's crazy, even when I see you now, or when I, the conversations that you and I have, and how I see you interact with other people, I, I can't imagine you being anything but who you are today. So trying to picture you shy shy. makes no sense to me. You are not shy, ma'am. Shy Shy where? Where are you shy? I'm shy. (laughs) But I love your confidence. There you go. And I guess there's nothing to lose. That's what mm, I feel like. And I learned that. um, I mean, I definitely learned that through dating you know I guess I could story time (laughs) I think that's one thing I love about hanging out with Cynthia and you know I have a lot of young friends and I just love seeing and hearing all the stories of love and torment and trial and tribulations related to that um, because I went through it too and like it's just such a great time and just you know putting yourself out there and making those connections it's fun it's Hmm. so fun it might not seem like it at the time and I know probably at the time it wasn't fun for me either but I look back and I'm like wow there's those are some great great stories and yeah I don't regret any of it so then I guess my next question (laughs) is going to be it's only right it's only right that I ask you to share with us one of your crazy (laughs) I mean you did this to yourself okay you're the you set yourself up so many funny stories. I was, I'm like a super hopeless romantic. Um, yeah. Okay. First of all, I have an awesome husband now. So the story ends in a great way. You know, I eventually landed with him, but, um, yeah. So along the way, um, one of my favorite stories is, which is super embarrassing, but so funny. Um, I, you know, as I said, I was way into music in New York and always going out, you know, for this and that, loved hip hop, um, loved electronic music. But um, anyway, mm. I loved Black Star. I loved Mos Def, Talib Kweli. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Mos Def was just it, you know? <laughs> it was just like, I love the way he sound. I love the way he looked. He's just super cool. He's around <laughs> town. Like, I, I always felt like I Gotta, you know, I, I'm gonna bump into him at one of these parties. Like you, you just knew. Uh, yeah, I knew or whatever, <laughs> but it just wasn't happening. I would go to show his shows. I wouldn't be able to get back. St- I don't know. Wasn't working. So um, anyway, at the time, my friend um, was dating Conan O'Brien. She's now his wife, but um, at the time, they were just starting to date. And I kind of had this light bulb went off in my head, and I was like, "Well, Conan likes." Liza enough that maybe he would help me out if, you know, whatever. I had this mission. Interesting. And I was like, let's get Moe's to go on to the Conan O'Brien show and then I can meet him backstage and like, you know, tell him how cool I think his music is and like, you know. <laughs> oh my <maybe>. goodness. <laughs> anyway, it's super silly. But anyway, um, super cool. Like it happened and uh yeah. So how is this so, meeting? So please so, walk us through. Anyway, okay. So the day of the show, like I'm all excited. I got everything lined up. I'm uh, like, okay, I got the right thing I'm to wear. And I do know. Do you remember what you wore? Oh God, I don't know. I have so much clothing. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what I wore, but it would have been right for that, for the occasion. Um, and I would have like, you know, I had the plan for after the show, like where we are all going to go to dinner and we'll uh. go to this party and this club and then we'll be hanging out here. It'd be like perfect. So I. Uh, you know, so anyway, Conan goes in and whatever they, 
the hang they're hanging out in the green room and most performs and I'm get to watch, you know, the recording and everything. It's super cool. And after the show, I get to go backstage and, you know, to the green room and meet him. And it's great. You know, I'm, I just, you know, Conan says, Oh, this is the person, you know, who introduced me to your music. And, and I was like, yeah, I really, you know, black star is amazing. And I think you're great and hmm. blah, da, 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 and kind of the, the thing wraps up and we're not going for drinks. We're not going to dinner. What's going on? And I'm like, Conan, like, help me out here. Like, we're supposed to keep this, keep the vibe going, whatever. But we wrap up. Anyway, so he leaves and Conan just looks at me. He's just like, Jen, do your research. This guy's married. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so mortified. Like, here's my like big dream scheme. I'm like... Whatever. But anyway, the bottom line was like, wow, look, I got most definitely, you know, his first time on TV and he was so happy to be on TV and whatever. I got to meet him and <laughs> I still love him. I still like, you know, his music is still amazing. And yeah. Right. And you also learned to do your research. Oh, Yasin Bey. Sorry. He's now Yasin Bey for all you young youngins that don't know. She's looking at me <laughs> as she's saying that because I had no idea. <laughs> Uh huh. That's so funny. <laughs> do your research, ladies and gentlemen. Do your research. Um, but make the leap. That's the other thing. Mm. Just you know, just go and talk to people. Just, just you know, don't. If you have a, if you have something you're curious about, go. You know, make it happen. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I love, even though you know, it didn't turn out like obviously you would have hoped for it to turn out. <laughs> I don't even know what that. In that moment, I knew what I was hoping it would turn out to be. Right, right. But But. you have a takeaway that that's practical, you know, you know, when all is said and done, you're saying to still take that leap because now not only do you have this experience that you're able to share with me and other people, but you also have, you know, that lesson as well that you can draw from that experience. Sure. sure. Uh, So, I mean, if, if nothing else, you gave us a good laugh (laughs) and you gave us a good life lesson. But I, I just, I love that so much. And in taking those types of leaps, obviously, I know that, you know, not all the stories are going to be filled with giggles on the other end, um, you know, where you drew a life lesson from them and you have something to give to us. Is there anything that you can say that you would do different if you could? Hmm. I can, um, I can tell a story that I look back on and I regret not not um jumping on an opportunity Mm. um it's another funny funny story with a famous musician (laughs) i don't know why like i think i just have a couple i don't i'm not name dropping or whatever just happens to be that these were like really heightened experiences because of who the person was um I was at home in New Hampshire over summer break and I was, uh, it was like a, you know, whatever, Wednesday afternoon and I had um, mowed the lawn and my mom had to go into work. She worked at a a library and she had to go, high school library, and she had to go in for a little while in, in the big city that was nearby. And so she said, well, why don't you come with me and I'll drop you off. Wynton Marsalis um, he's a famous jazz musician, mm-hmm. um, and his um, his ense- jazz ensemble was visiting um, from New York, and they were doing a free concert. So I'll just drop you. You know, my mom said she'd drop me off, and I could just watch that, and then she'd pick me up. So hmm. I was like, 
okay. She's like, we got to go now. And I look down, I'm like, uh, you know, my lawn mowing shoes on, my lawn oh, mowing my pants. <laughs> but I was like, okay, whatever, I'll go. What the heck? It sounds fun. So my mom dropped me off and I went to, I went and watched the show. And during intermission, I went outside and I was sitting on a bench and um, these two guys come up to me and they're, you know, obviously from the show because they're in tuxedos and they sit down on either side of me and they're like, hi, um, hmm. my name's Winton and this is my manager, David. What's your name? And so like, I'm like, oh, I'm Jen and, you know, I love the show and we're chit-chatting and laughing about New York and because I was on break from, you know, Parsons in New York. And okay. so, um, you know, we're hitting it off about how funny it is to be in New Hampshire versus New York or whatever. So they, they're like, oh my God, we got to go back in. We're back on stage. So I'm like, okay, see you later. Bye. And so they go back in and I, um, I go back into, um, the auditorium and there's nowhere to sit. Cause it's like, I'm so late there. All the seats are taken. And, um, yeah. And so then all of a sudden the guy, the manager, David comes up and he's like, here, just come with me. And, uh, so he took me up on stage and I'm sitting in the wings and I got to meet all these jazz musicians from Lincoln Center. I couldn't believe it. And they're just so open and so friendly and we're having the best, best time. And it was just amazing to watch a show like that from mm. the stage, talking to the people that are in it. And yeah, so anyway, that's great. And all, um, and then, so the manager took my number for, you know, when we get back to New York, it'd be fun to whatever, have you come to another show. Mm -hmm. So we, I go back to school and, um, he called me and said, listen, I have a I'll leave a couple tickets for you at the box office. We're, we're there tonight. And I was like, oh, I can't, I have a big project. <laughs> what was I thinking? What were you thinking? <laughs> I had a big typography project due the next day. And <laughs> so I didn't uh... go. And to this day, I regret that because hmm. from there, I know, like, who knows who I would have met and how I could have cultivated that friendship relationship mm -hmm. and what more I could have learned far more than I learned in, you know, doing hand cut type, which we don't even do anymore, <laughs> period. But um, anyway, that that's a story of, you know, mm. kind of missed opportunity or right. just not pushing, not doing what I do now. But now I would never, now I look and mm. I say like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So if a friend calls and I'm like so tired and I don't want to go out or, I don't really think I'm going to like that music. I always just say, go, go, right. go. And it always turns out more amazing than I imagined. I meet someone that is, you know, super new and inspiring and fresh and mm. leads me to something else I never expected. So mm. just again, the story is say yes, yeah. say yes. yes, say yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's actually kind of like the story of us mm -hmm. and how it worked for us. Um, I had bags that I wanted to donate. And so we're all corporate-y, like yep. filling out forms uh -huh. and, and emailing. And then, you know, Cynthia's like, well, come down when you drop it off. I'll give you a tour of the building. So uh -huh. I come down and we're like... And then, and then it was just kind of like the end. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't get to talk to her anymore. <laughs> so I think, I don't know, like, did... Who, which one of us went out on a limb and was like, do you, do you want to get You know, a I actually don't remember. I think through the conversation, somehow we just said, you know what? Let's meet up for coffee one of these days. That's right. And then from there, we just had follow-up. Yeah. And then instead of coffee, we met for smoothies. And then... 
Yeah, and we just talked for hours. It hours. Wasn't, we weren't talking about donations nope. at that point. And, <laughs> you know, and like that's something, you know, that's just when it clicks, it clicks. And right. Cynthia's like got that same energy of like openness, warmth, mm. and passion. And also, I just love how she just gets stuff done. She's, I try. I, you know, she just <laughs> makes things happen. I mean, look at this podcast. Who would think you'd have time or mm. energy to to be doing this? And, and yet, you know, a, a whole bunch of other amazing giving projects. Thank you. So. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you. That was sweet. That was sweet or whatever. <laughs> That's a good plug. That was a good plug. And speaking of plugs, um, I know about some of the things that I I would hope for you to pursue um, that I know that you, you haven't been pursuing like you need to. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing because I'm serious. And I tell you this um, because I see so much of what you carry in a way that is um, you push people to be their very best and you know how to do that because you care so genuinely, not only about the individual's talents or their giftings, but the actual person. And that makes a difference. And, and, and in doing that, because you love the arts, you love music. I already know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it like, I don't know if there is anything that you could do today that for whatever reason you're too afraid to do, what is that thing? Oh, man. Um, and what's stopping you too, yeah, man? That's a, I know. Well, mm-hmm. what's stopping? Well, okay. I guess I saw. I mean, gosh, I, I kind of, I, I love music so much and I get so um, passionate about certain artists when I see what they can make. And I Mm. just like me being me and having the sort of engine that I have, I would love to put that behind an artist that I feel like doesn't really access that engine at that moment. And gee, just lean on me. Let me be that engine. (laughs) And so sometimes I fantasize about, you know, being an agent or, you know, a manager (laughs) of certain artists. I, but you know, in reality, would I be that good at it? I don't know. Yes, um, absolutely. <laughs> yes, know. yes, you but would. That's something maybe it's, you know, further down the road. You know, right now I've got, you know, two kids that I'm really trying to raise mm-hmm. well and, you know, as good citizens in this world. So, yeah, but um, if I, you know, if I had an alternate career, that's what it would be because I just, yeah, I would love to be able to do that for, for, yeah. For, yeah, for, other people. for other people. So then would you say, I know you mentioned, obviously, you know, and I can't imagine because I'm not a parent myself. So I can't even begin to fathom the responsibility that comes with parenthood. I, I, I don't even want to try. <laughs> you just break it down. It's like, who has an orthodontist appointment at three o'clock on Wednesday? Okay, get in the car. It's not that, it's not, it's not that right. confounding. I don't right. Know. But, but, yeah, it's but tiring. if that's... It's exhausting. Mm, so then, you know, at the end of the day, do you really have time to make a hundred phone calls and, and try to do the booking for someone or, mm. you know, whatever, just even helping with travel or whatever. It takes time. And like, how much time do you have? How many hours in the day um, can you do give to it? So sometimes I think, you know, whatever, when my kids are off and Mm. not so necessary. But you know what? I also have a business making tote bags. I have a problem with like, I get really passionate about a whole bunch of things. And, you know, so I get, I love having a lot of balls in the air at the same time. Mm. Like, and, and I love collaborating with other people. So 
you know, even that I've got a hand in, in something else always like, you know, some other entirely non-related, you know, business t-shirt making or I don't know, you know? Yeah. 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 So would you say that, you know, because I'm trying to get an answer from you, a definitive answer, (laughs) and we're doing this on air. So we have record of this. I'm trying to get a definitive answer from you about what's stopping you from pursuing that because you know everything i say right? yeah live my live my truth right if you're telling me and anybody <laughs> else know. to take that leap you know, to continue pursuing think, these things yeah i think you know? i just have to break it down and like if i really want to do it it's kind of not like you just put i think nothing in life is like when you're change, when you're going through change, hmm. I don't think you just put a flag down and say all of a sudden, "I'm a manager," or <laughs> "I'm a you know, like, uh, right. I'm a real estate agent." I think you do it in steps, mm. and so kind of what I feel like um, I can do is just help you know the artists that I love, just break down like some real simple things, like hmm. my friend um, and. Yeah, the artists I, I love in Portland, um, one of many, um, Amenta Abioto, um, I mean, whatever, we just met the other night and she was just saying she needed somewhere to record vocals. That's all yeah. she needed was like five hours in a recording booth. And I'm like, okay, give me that assignment and I'm going to go and figure that out for you. Mm-hmm. So you go off and do your thing and I can do that for you. So it's just little there things like that. Um, that I just love that I could push push that forward. If I could check that box for her, then that's a you know, one step closer to a, to an album or not an album, but like a, these days EP or a project project or a single. Yeah. So yeah, I would love to just support her in in that. I love that. Okay. So then more than anything, and and I want to take this in for myself as well, in a way that's practical and useful to me in any instance where if I'm faced with something that I, I know I want to do, but I can't quite get myself to doing it yet, taking those small Mm -hmm. practical steps toward it, slowly chipping away, you you eventually will get there. Well, I feel like too, and just do it. Even Mm. if you're tired, just make the little step because every step that you make leads to another step. Yeah. you, You just, the momentum starts to happen. So just do the little, do the, you know, it's five o'clock, you're so tired, but someone gave you the number of somebody that could help you with something. Mm-hmm. Make that phone call. And yeah. then lo and behold, that person's going to say, oh, great. I'm so glad you called. Listen, let's, let's do this in the next three days. Like whatever. It just starts, things start happening, but you know, you have to make that, you have to push yourself to take the step. Absolutely. And make the leap. Absolutely. <laughs> Push yourself to take that step and make that leap. Come on now, Miss Jen, over here preaching. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't really know everything, but I do know that um, I've made amazing friendships and connections and life experiences just by doing what I thought I was like, oh, I can't do that. And it's like, step up and try. Right. And never, I have no regrets. I love that. I love that. And I hope that, you know, and I'm not going to give your age away because you didn't say it, but I know that, you know, you're in a space in your life where you can just, if you wanted to, you can just settle and just let things be as they are. 
but I know you're not going to do that because you're too adventurous for that. <laughs> Way too adventurous for that. And you guys, I wish we could share all of her crazy adventures because this would be a series. If we could just have a series no. called Jen's no, Crazy please. Adventures, it would be hilarious because she has me in tears about all of the amazing, <laughs> ridiculous things that she does and has done. No. Oh, no, let's just talk. Like, it's going to be more about what I'm going to do. Right. You know, I can't wait. I just love, I don't know, I love living. And, I love that. You know, who knows what's next? Mm. Sometimes it's really boring. And, you know, you think this is it. This is all it is. You right. know, I'm making a ham sandwich again. Or I'm, <laughs> you know, putting another dish in the dishwasher. But I do, I, I kind of have the perspective now to know that, okay, that day will pass. Mm. And that's not defining me. I, you know, I have a lot of time to come and yeah, just let it go. Let it go. Let, yeah. That's wonderful. You're amazing. Oh, please. Listen. Oh I'm embarrassed. No, Why are you embarrassed? <laughs> uh, anyway, listen, Cynthia's the one that, you know, look at her. Anyway, I'm yeah. just being ridiculous, but thank you. I just, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your conversation. You let me just yap about everything. Every time Jen and I have lunch or dinner or we have a call or we're texting, she's just always inquiring about me. She's very intentional about asking me about <laughs> me to see how I'm doing see how things are going for me and i just I tell the embarrassing questions that's what she really wants to say <laughs> that that's what i was gonna say but we, didn't say <laughs> we just get to the heart of it and but that's real that's right you know that's real and that's like that's what i mean by just like you know just jumping into life and being real and right just, Making shit happen. Oops. Making stuff happen. You can, you can curse, honey. <laughs> I can make this explicit. You can curse. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Get out there. Make shit happen. Absolutely. Absol you heard her, okay? Especially now when we have so much access to so many things unlike anything we've ever had before. So you have no excuses whatsoever. Um, but I appreciate you, like I said. I appreciate your time, your wisdom, your insight, all the giggles. This was really fun to record. Yeah. Uh, we have so many giggles. Oh, my goodness. But I adore you. And so thank you for stopping by and just sharing with us some of your wonderful experiences. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Aww. Let's plug one more time your social media and anything else as well so we can make okay. sure that anybody who's listening oh, can actually okay. follow okay so um, can you follow me on instagram i guess that's helpful absolutely yeah, yes okay mm -hmm. uh instagram is um finder goods um and to uh, find me on the web i'm just findergoods.com and i'm at um tender loving empire in portland made here in portland yeah that's kind of is it that for it? now. Okay. I'm in a store in Japan, but I don't think you. I don't know if you're reaching anyone that far away. But yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's happening. I'm telling you. Look at her. Get it. All right, y'all. This was wonderful. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your time. And you guys, this has been episode eight of the 2020 Insight Podcast with Miss Jen, who is absolutely dynamic. And you guys are also absolutely dynamic. So stay pushing, stay living, stay loving, and always, always, always find something to dance about. All right, y'all. 
Talk to you soon.